Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. Show. All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard-hitting news the networks refuse to use, no doubt, starts now. This, my fellow Americans, is the broadcast for March 13th in the year of our Lord, 2023. This is our one of two, and our goal always, to protect life, liberty, and property, to promote God, family, and country, through so on your radio, in the traditions of our founding fathers. Yes, indeed, we use the checks and balances brilliantly put in place by the founding fathers, along with the supreme law of the land, the Constitution for the United States of America, to protect all of us from enemies, foreign and domestic, and that includes rogue agents in government. Welcome to the broadcast. We promote the proper role of limited constitutional government. We reject revolution. We stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth. It's also worthy to note, ladies and gentlemen, uh, that we've got to protect ourselves. We need the checks and balances really in place. And nobody can uphold these things but we the people. It's something really important to understand. I hope you had a fantastic weekend full of God, family, and country. Um, on Saturday, we had on Chris Carlson with us. Chris wisely points out, without God, we can never win. With God, we can never lose. The battle for freedom is the Lord's, but we need to be engaged in the fight. Amen to that. And we talked about the January 6th issue. And man, is there a lot to discuss on that issue. Let's review Saturday's information. Then we'll talk about today's riveting information as well. Revealed evidence hidden by the January 6th committee. Worldaffairsbrief.com. Joel Skousen and crew doing a phenomenal job breaking that down for us. Um, and we're really highlighting several things. Tucker Carlson reveals that the majority of the video coverage of the Capitol, believe it or not, shows peaceful Donald Trump supporters peacefully wandering through the building and wandering around outside. Many are praying, etc. But the January 6th committee, in their deceptive dishonesty, only released the clips that make them look violent. Yeah, only the most violent actions. But you had provocateurs breaking down police barriers and more. You had, by force, you had some protesters breaking down police barriers, but the leaders who were doing those things are not even arrested, folks. There's significant footage that shows that it was federal agent provocateurs that were involved in the problems. The videos reveal that some of that violence was provoked by the cops themselves using tear gas, tasers, flashbang grenades, and other excessive use of force tactics that provoked a violent reaction from the crowd, folks. Yeah. This clearly indicates, ladies and gentlemen, that there was a conspiracy by the Democrat-controlled leadership and or by the deep state to provoke some of the more aggressive, aggressive Donald Trump supporters into a violent confrontation so Donald could take the blame for the insurrection. Folks, it's a diabolical conspiracy. No other way to think about it. Police actions raise questions now 
Carlson aired Capitol security video showing Capitol Police leading the QAnon shaman around the building and letting him into the U.S. Senate where he posed on the rostrum and made a speech. Yeah, they literally let him in there. They helped him get there, folks. There was no response at the command center, a police officer, Mr. Johnson, told the Epic Times. I say, we need to initiate an evacuation. No response. Look, we need to really do something here. I'm asking permission to evacuate. Again, nobody at the helm. No response. So Johnson forged ahead with the evacuation and then went on to direct the evacuation of the house. He said on the radio, since I can't get permission for this, I'm going to take any discipline, disciplinary action for acting on my own. In my opinion, he's a hero, folks. But he got prosecuted, too. Metropolitan Police Department officer Daniel Thau, who was like a, quote, one-man army on the west front of the Capitol, during the mid-afternoon of January the 6th, yeah, this guy was disaster, this Daniel Thau guy. Body cam footage from several Metropolitan Police Department officials or officers shows Thau dropped at least four protesters with a taser, tossed uncounted explosive munitions into the tightly packed crowd, directed high-velocity pepper spray into a stiff headwind, and fired a 40-millimeter shell from a munition launcher into the crowd. Folks, we've got government provocateurs in bed with well, who knows who provocateurs. This guy's own body cam shows him rushing up to another cop, shouting, we need more expletive munitions. The government's guilty of withholding exculpatory evidence that numerous defense attorneys have now complained about, saying that the Department of Justice has not provided all the exculpatory evidence that is required by law. Wow, we talked about all that, folks. We talked about that in detail. All right? But let's dig now into what we've discovered even over the weekend as we put more news stories together. You ready? All right, let's do this. It is insane, folks. You got to ask yourself some questions about this. And you got to really think seriously of what this means. Tucker. Well, let, let's uh, get to this here in just a second. Let's move down. I've got so many stories here, and I was trying to figure out the order. But since I'm talking about the uh, issue with the January 6th. I'll just stay on that topic. Are you ready? Turns out that now drama in the Proud Boys trial after FBI agent caught lying on the stand. 
you heard me, an FBI agent got caught lying on the stand and concealing evidence from defense attorneys. You say, what? Yeah, that's right. Turns out that the FBI got caught doctoring and destroying 380 items of evidence in the January 6th Proud Boys case. Jack Davis with the details. An attorney for Ethan Nordian, he's that a Proud Boys member facing charges over the events of January 6th, 2021, said hidden messages between FBI agents had been found in a document presented to the court by FBI Special Agent Nicole Miller. Yeah, Newsweek has that information. Now, the disclosure resulted in a pause in the trial of several Proud Boy members until next week. You see, there's a couple of emails between a couple of FBI agents casually discussing, discussing altering documents and destroying hundreds of pieces of evidence. It's very disturbing, and right now we have more questions than answers. Yeah, that's what this uh, Roots guy said, reported by the Epic Times. There you have all that. Now, folks, think about that for a minute. Now we find out the government withholds exculpatory evidence. The videos from Tucker doubles down and highlights this. What the heck? The QAnon shaman guy was literally, all, the whole time he was in the Capitol, he was led by government cops allowed to speak, allowed to do everything that he did, led there, opened up doors. The list just goes on and on and on and on. Now we find out there's emails and evidence showing they didn't give the information to the attorneys to defend these guys. Now, Jonathan Turley raises big question about J6, Jacob Chansley, that's the QAnon guy, in his case. Then it turns out that Elon drops bombshell video. Let's talk about this. Carlson aired video showing that Chansley was being led around the Capitol building by multiple police officers. They don't stop him. They even unlock and open doors for him. And after they lead him to the Senate chamber, he says a prayer for their help on the Senate floor. Wow. Now, if the prosecution was aware of this video, then they would have had a, quote, legal obligation to turn it over to the defense. They didn't do any such thing. Fox News is now reporting that these videotapes were handed over to the FBI soon after January 6th. If true, the Justice Department had the evidence and failed to turn it over to the defense as constitutionally required. So much for the Justice Department and justice, huh? We've got more. We'll talk about it in seconds. This is the one and only Liberty Roundtable Live. Do you know what is great about America? Ask an immigrant. 
Ask an Immigrant is a new podcast dedicated to helping Americans, especially our youth, value, appreciate, and be grateful for the freedoms we have here in America. Join host Lydia Wallace-Nuttle as she interviews immigrants from around the world to discover their inspiring personal stories about why they came to America. To learn more about why America is the most prosperous, greatest country in the world, download the Loving Liberty app or go to lovingliberty.net. Small Business Tech Guys is a team of experts ready to assist you with any service relating to growing your business. Our team specializes in information and technology, social media, general consulting, and HR. We thrive on assisting startup entrepreneurs with growing their businesses. If it's small business, it's our cup of tea. To schedule your free discovery call today, consider sbtechguys.com. We keep an eye on tech so you don't have to. sbtechguys.com. Why does the left lie constantly? Because they get spiritual power from lying. The lies come from Satan, the father of lies. John 8, 44. Here's how the political lying process works. Satan provides the beast with a lie. Then the more they use the lie, the more spiritual power they get. Look, the media is a lie multiplier, and this multiplication gives more evil spiritual power to the beast, and that can overwhelm and even deceive the body of Christ, especially when the body is being disobedient to the head. The churches today are incorporated, so they're subordinate to human government. They obey the beast and do nothing to restore our national relationship with God. And the government shall be on his shoulders, Isaiah 9, 6. That verse is not for the present day church. Rather, it is for the end time church, the body of the line of Judah. A message from Christ Kingdom Ministries. Gentlemen, we're talking about this QAnon shaman guy or shaman QAnon whatever, this Mr. Chansley. Yeah. Well, it turns out that the FBI handed the videotapes over to the FBI soon after January 6th. And if true, the government failed to turn over the evidence to the opposing attorneys defending this gentleman. Constitutionally required withholding evidence. This is serious. The DOJ then played videotapes for the court to secure the heavy sentence against Chansley while the government withheld videotapes contradicting their very account. Same with what the Democrats did with the, quote, hearings on national television. Chansley, believe it or not, got four years in prison for a nonviolent police escorted tour question mark musk that's elon musk now in the center of this whole thing said he then observed the difference between the sentence chancellor got and that given to the guy who attacked comedian dave chappelle um he was violently assaulted on stage by, by a guy with a knife, but the guy only got a $3,000 fine and no prison time at all. Now, then Elon Musk highlighted a video. It's a bombshell video that shows Jacob Chansley outside the building with a bullhorn. That's right. 
Donald Trump has asked everyone to go home, Chansley declared. So what are we going to do? We're going to obey our president. We're going to do what he asks and go home. That's that's right. So now you've got videos showing this guy peacefully walking around with the cops, cops unlocking doors, peacefully posing, praying for them, giving a speech. Yeah, he ran around a little crazy, too. But he went outside and said, let's obey the president. Let's go home. Documenting that the president tried to dispel the situation. Documenting that we tried to back away from this. I highlighted to you this police officer that tried to peacefully resolve things. But at every turn, government provocateurs in bed with unknown provocateurs escalated the situation. Now, here's the problem that I'm having with the whole thing. The Democrats are extreme on their view that, hey, it was an absolute Donald Trump-led treasonous act of insurrection. That's a lie. It's been exposed as such. But I have a problem with Tucker Carlson because he's telling the lie in the other direction. He's making you believe that everybody is peaceful and there's nothing, nothing to the, to the rioting or to the problems. That's not true either. There were provocateurs led by Ray Epps and others government officials and others, we even named some cops involved, who literally did intentionally create an insurrectionist riot at the Capitol that day. And so don't believe one extreme or the other. Don't believe the Democrats and don't believe Tucker. Okay? The truth is most people were there peacefully. That's a fact. And the truth is Donald supporter, Donald Trump supporters, for the most part, were peaceful. There were provocateurs from the left and the right that had an agenda. The only person that died that day was when a cop shot Ashley Babbitt, who I believe was a peaceful protester. And I believe there's video showing her try to peacefully resolve things. There's video evidence showing um, the Oath Keepers trying to uh, peacefully resolve things as well. But there might have been a few Oath Keepers that betrayed. There weren't really Oath Keepers that, that uh, either posed as Oath Keepers or they joined the Oath Keepers to create problems. Okay. That's the problem. you got to avoid both extremes. There's bad people and good people on both sides. But to blame it on Trump or all Trump supporters, Trump said, go home. That's what he tweeted. And Chansley literally echoed that tweet by Bullhorn. Meanwhile, the government provocateur Ray Epps and other cops were literally antagonizing the crowd with all manner of explosives and incendiary devices and pepper spray and doing things to ratchet up and escalate the situation. Some of the DOJ plays videotapes for the court, making it seem like this chance the guy's nothing but a nut, and then you see the other side of the story from Tucker. What's the truth? Who knows in every case? But we know this, when the Justice Department's in bed with the FBI's in bed with the Democrats, telling you this guy was nothing but evil, and he created a violent insurrection, and it all points to Donald. Then Tucker says there was nothing to it. It was all a big lie. Neither of those facts are true. That's my point. When are we going to get to the truth and create accountability and arrest criminals? Well, we're not because both are painting such extremes that neither have the facts, right? Okay, Chansley got four years in prison for this. Wow. Now, let me give you an interesting headline from a Democrat liberal. Dear conservatives, I am sorry that my team was taken in by full-spectrum propaganda. Mike Landry reports for the Western Journal. 
doing a great job. What is he talking about? The apology from Naomi Wolf. An incredible apology. Regretting being duped by the false J6 narrative. Now she's apologizing, and I say good for her, but she might be going a little too far, thinking the other side's 100% right. But she's been snookered by both sides, folks. She was specific in her, uh, the you all to whom she was apologizing, conservatives, Republicans, MAGA, everybody. She says, I'm so sorry. A real apology and grace demands its acceptance, Mike says. He's right on all counts except for one thing. You know what? She's apologizing, but she needs to not apologize to Tucker and MAGA and everybody else. She needs to do what we're doing, which says jettison both narratives that are extreme and false. There were bad guys there doing bad things, and they need to be prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law. There were a lot of people that were up, uh, caught up in the dragnet on this. And sadly, the government's primarily responsible for the dragnet on this thing. Why the government? Because you're talking about the FBI, the Justice Department, the Democratic Party, all manipulating evidence to make it seem like, hey, Donald and all the J6ers are just evil. Then you got Tucker coming out and showing they all lied. Well, they did lie. And there are um, bad people or people who got caught in the dragnet that are not bad. But there's also bad people that were there that did bad things. Let's not pretend that's not true. Let's not take one narrative or it's an all or nothing. Whenever you go to the extremes, you know that it's rarely right. Right? That's the problem that I'm having with this whole thing. So I appreciate Naomi apologizing. I appreciate Tucker bringing out solid evidence to the contrary of what the Democrats are telling you. But folks, I'm having a problem with the FBI and the action they're taking. While the FBI lied about Ammon Bundy and got caught and they had to dismiss the case because of the criminal FBI withholding exculpatory evidence, now we find the FBI doing it again to the J6 folks in many cases. The Justice Department doing the same thing again. Shame on them all. The media in bed with both extremes. Shame on them. Now, look, they want you to believe what is a sovereign citizen. The FBI lists the group as a domestic terrorist movement and describes them as a loose network of individuals. This is totally bogus, too, folks. You can't trust the FBI or anything they say anymore. The FBI has flat out become a rogue criminal organization. It started out maybe well-intended, but it is absolutely off the rails now. Yeah. For example, Jane Fonda on The View on Friday suggested that people should murder pro-lifers. Where's the FBI to dig into that? They're too busy bugging J6ers that did nothing wrong. Right? That's the problem. That's the problem with this whole thing, right? Think about it. That is insane, right? Wow. All right. Anyway, enough of that. But I'm telling you right now, I don't believe either side. Prosecute the criminals to the fullest extent of the law. But then, you know what? Lay off either side, liberals or conservatives, that didn't mean any harm.
that didn't do any damage, that weren't violent. All right? What violence did Chansley commit? Or half the other people that were there. Dr. Simone Gold got 90 days or 45 days or something like that. I can't remember. I think it was 90 days, but she got out early or something. She didn't commit any violence. She just went in the Capitol peacefully and gave a speech for crying out loud. All right. We also talked about more juicy facts about Ron DeSantis. Joel Skousen, WorldAffairsBrief.com. We'll talk about that. Many other stories. Second hour, Lowell Nelson, CampaignForLiberty.org will be with us. Uh, first hour, Scott Bradley's away on business. He's not with us this week. He'll be back next week, though. Hang tight. Liberty Roundtable Live. Proclaiming liberty across the land. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA News. I'm Lance Pry. The collapse of Silicon Valley Bank and New York Signature Bank over the weekend amplifies the concern Americans have in this time of financial uncertainty. President Biden addressed the American people this morning. No losses will be borne by the taxpayers. Let me repeat that. No losses will be borne by the taxpayers. Instead, the money will come from the fees that banks pay into the deposit insurance fund. The management of these banks will be fired. If the bank is taken over by FDIC, the people running the bank should not work there anymore. Third, investors in the banks will not be protected. When Arab leaders met Xi Jinping at a regional summit in Riyadh last December, the Chinese president proposed a high-level gathering of Gulf Arab monarchs and Iranian officials in Beijing in 2023. Tehran is a go and has signed on. Late last week, China had brokered a deal to restore relations between Iran and Saudi Arabia, which had gone seven years without a relationship. The broader summit between Iran and Six-Nation Gulf Cooperation Council, which hasn't previously been reported, is on track for later this year. An unidentified suspect at the center of a two-day standoff in the San Gabriel Valley of California is dead. Los Angeles County Sheriff's deputies claim the suspect shot nearly 100 times with a high-powered rifle during the standoff before taking his own life. Commander Thomas Giandomenico with the Los Angeles County Sheriff's Department. De-escalation and risk management and the extreme threat that that suspect was putting on the community. Uh, we had to, to slow down our operation. We had to make sure that everything was done to perfection and to the most utmost safety. And in that process, it takes time. The boss, Bruce Springsteen's planned performance tomorrow in Albany, New York, has become the third concert in a week to be postponed by the New Jersey rocker. He says he's not feeling well. This is USA News. Non-attorney spokesperson ad sponsored by Open Jar Concepts. Attention veterans and active duty military. If you were issued earplugs between 2002 and 2016 and were diagnosed with hearing loss or ringing in the ears, you may be entitled to compensation. The manufacturer of these military earplugs recently paid $9.1 million to resolve claims that their earplugs were defective, potentially exposing service members to damaging sound levels that could have resulted in hearing loss or tinnitus. If you or a loved one were issued earplugs and were diagnosed with tinnitus or hearing loss, don't wait. You fought for this country, and our attorneys want to fight for you. Call 800-958-2145 now for a free legal consultation and to see if you may be eligible to file a claim. Time restrictions may apply, and you pay nothing unless there's a recovery in your favor. So call 800-958-2145 now. Again, 800-958-2145. That's 800-958-2145. 
All right, back with you live, ladies and gentlemen. Sam Bushman on your radio, hard-hitting news. The network refused to use, no doubt, continues. Yeah, we talked about more juicy facts about Ron DeSantis, Joel Scals, and World Affairs Brief. The only bad compromise DeSantis made, Joel Skousen says, is allowing to all Disney properties to remain tax-exempt. Yeah, for property taxes, for years, Disney has a special privilege which really strikes at the heart of all taxpayers. Why should Disney have a special tax privilege at the expense of the homeowners in Florida, huh? Anyway, we talked about that. We also talked about U.S. takes control of Silicon Valley Bank. Yeah, it's been shut down by regulators. The bank was one of the largest financial institutions in the U.S. and the largest bank in Silicon Valley. The collapse of the bank is the biggest since WAMU failed in 08. Roku said they had $487 million of its cash or 26% in that bank. Yeah. We talked about that. Now, Donald, I mean, um, Joe Biden and everybody basically going to use the government to back the money. And, um, you know, that, that means the taxpayers are on the hook. Now, they say the taxpayers won't be on the hook, but they will. That always happens. You think it's going to decrease our national debt or what? <laughs> um, Perth Mint sold billions in diluted gold to the Chinese. Then they tried to cover it up. Zero hedge with that story. By the way, they say check fraud is on the rise if you use checks. And send them to the mail, it may be time to stop. The use of paper checks have been declining for decades, but criminals have increasingly targeted mailboxes to commit this fraud. So beware. Now the sad part is, you know what? Digital is not any safer. So the sad part is no matter what you do or what you focus on, in modern day, it's trouble, right? Wow. Anyway, I thought I'd bring that to your attention. It's not secure at all. In fact, you want to prove that it's not secure? Let's just do it then. There's a story written by Luke Broadwater. And it says, health insurance hack. Exposed data of Congress members and their staff and families. Luke Broadwater with the piece. A hack that compromised the personal identifying information of potentially thousands of lawmakers, their spouses, dependents, and employees. A letter from House leaders document. It's a memo from... The Senate's top security official, the Capitol Police, and the Federal Bureau of Investigation, FBI, and former Speaker Kevin McCarthy and Democrat Joaquin Jeffries, he's the minority minority leader, I guess there was an attack on the D.C. health marketplace. Federal investigators have now been able to purchase personal information about members of Congress and their families on the dark web because of the breach, the letter said. That's interesting. <clears throat> now, if they didn't have their own sp- special privilege health care, either they or we all would have got breached, right? 
That's the problem. They say right now our top priority is protecting the safety and security of anybody else in the Capitol who have, who have experienced this cyber security attack. McCarthy and Jeffries call it an egregious security breach. They say we'll be in touch with important resources, credit restoration services, and a whole lot more, and we recommend that you use them. But listen, they say the data of senators and their staffs were also violated or breached. The compromised data. Now, listen to this. Here's what I find fascinating about this. They say that it contained full names, date of enrollment, relationship, self, spouse, child, email address. But then they say, but no other personally identifiable information. Now, listen to me. But no more identifiable information. But then they go on to say this. They say this. Why haven't we let everybody know about this that's been compromised? What specific information was stolen? Wait a minute, I thought they knew what was stolen. They know what was and what was not stolen. Then why are they saying that Well, I find the whole thing interesting. On one hand, they want you to believe that they know what was stolen, but they don't. They say, we don't really know what was taken. We don't know the extent of the breach. Then how can you give us a list of what was taken and then say nothing else was compromised if you don't know? This is how the mainstream press lies to you. If you read the first part, it says, hey, this is what was stolen and that's it. But if you read further, it says, but we don't really know what was taken and we don't know the extent of the breach. Folks, how do you have it both ways? Am I just that stupid to where I can't figure this out, but everybody else can? How do you have it both ways when federal investigators have been able to purchase information about members of Congress and their families on the dark web? You'd say, well, Sam, whatever we could buy was breached and whatever you know is not available is probably not breached. Yeah, but you don't know that. They might be waiting to put more on the dark web later. You can't make statements like that. You don't even know. That's the problem that I'm having. And think about it. If members of Congress can get hacked, the rest of us can. But yet they continue to force us into this digital world. Wow. Anyway, there you have that. Another interesting story. Tucker Carlson says, quote, I was working on a secret plan when the NSA broke into my secure text messages. Now, see, Douglas Golden writes this piece. Good for him. Remember back in 2021 when Tucker Carlson went on air and publicly alleged that the NSA was spying on his text messages? The media at the time dubbed him a loon, not worthy of staying on the air. Yeah, throw him off the air. Turns out that Tucker was right. He was trying to make set up an interview with the Russian president. Vladimir Putin, but it turns out the government was monitoring Putin and Carlson's communication, and it may have been intercepted by the U.S. intelligence community. So now you know nothing's secure. See, Tucker says, I was working on a secret plan when the NSA broke into my secure messages. If the NSA broke in, buddy, they're not secure. Do you understand that, sir? 
I don't mean to be rude, but it just seems like Tucker's kind of stupid. Hey, they broke into my secure communications there. No, they didn't, sir. They just broke in but showed you that your communications were not secure like you thought they were. But when Tucker gets hacked by the government, when the government gets hacked by who knows who, folks, the government has created this big tech fiasco, right? That's the takeaway. The government is causing this. The laws are not up to date with what's going on at all, right? That's the problem. The laws are not up to date, and there's no accountability for violations of the law. Yeah. What could go wrong, you ask? (laughs) I say that in jest, right? I mean, this is insane. Everybody and everything is getting hacked all the time now. And it's becoming almost impossible to do anything about it. The dark web, live and well, thriving. If I bring it up and say that, then they're going to say, oh, no, Sam, you're, you're deluded. You don't even know what you're talking about. Then later they're going to admit that I was right, just like Tucker. Tucker's right on a lot of things, you know. I also submit to you that if you think he's right on everything, you're deceived, too. He's got an agenda. Just like the Democrats, except his is. The Republicans are the cat's meow. The Republicans are fine. It's the Democrats that are off the rails. See, this partisan divide is not going to help us at all, ladies and gentlemen. Not at all. We've got to step back and say, what is real justice? What is real mercy? What is real repentance? What does real forgiveness look like? Because that's going to really help us understand how to interact with these things. But I'm not in any way pleased with Tucker or his behavior. Tucker's got millions of dollars. You think he can be controlled? I do. Sad to say that because I wish he was true blue and you could count on him, but I'm not seeing it. Very interesting indeed. All right, hang tight. Sam Bushman on your radio. I got a whole lot more news that I refuse to use. Straight ahead on your radio. The spirit of the American West is live and well in Range Magazine, the award-winning quarterly devoted to the issues affecting the American West. Each issue contains informative articles, breathtaking imagery, as well as the culture of cowboy spirit today, and gift ideas like the 2021 Real Buckaroo Calendar. Order online from rangemagazine.com. Loving Liberty Network salutes the spirit of the American West at rangemagazine.com. Decades after Jimmy Carter, Joe Biden picked up where he left off with America surrendering to terrorists. Biden's foolish spending is causing inflation, which means more pain at the pump, higher prices on groceries, devaluing your retirement savings when you need it most. Once was a mistake. Twice is a disaster. America needs strong leaders, not weak ones. Save America JFC is responsible for the content of this advertising. 
Have you ever heard of Loving Liberty Ladies? Well, the Loving Liberty Ladies are here to help you learn our American heritage and the way it affects today's society. The Loving Liberty Ladies also have a discussion guide called Proclaim Liberty. And with this guide, you can start your own group in your hometown. Get yours today on our website at lovingliberty.net. Look for our lesson supplements too. They're free. To hear all the special offers and to join the fight for freedom and liberty, please go to lovingliberty.net. The spirit of the American West is alive and well in Range Magazine, the award-winning quarterly devoted to the issues of the American West. Each issue contains informative articles, breathtaking imagery, as well as the culture of cowboy spirit today, and gift ideas like this year's Buckaroo calendar. Order online from rangemagazine.com. Loving Liberty Network salutes the spirit of the American West at rangemagazine.com. All right, back with you live, ladies and gentlemen. Sam Bushman on your radio. Hardcore radio at your fingertips, ladies and gentlemen. Talking about health insurance. Hack. (laughs) Exposes data of Congress members, House and Senate, and their staff and families. Yeah. What do you think about all that? Tucker Carlson went on air and said, hey. The NSA is spying on my messages. They mocked him. Yeah. Remember back in 2021 when Tucker was saying that? They thought he was a loon? Well, it turns out he was right. Uh, anyway, there you have that. I also want to mention the cosmetics billionaire, William Louder is the one that purchased Rush Limbaugh's property for $155 million. Now, Lauder is the son of billionaire Leonard Lauder. That's according to the New York Post and the Wall Street Journal. The value of the property increased significantly since Rush acquired the property in 1998 for $3.9 million. Wow. Think about that. Rush acquired it in 1998, $3.9 million, so $4 million. And literally 25 years later, it sells for $155 million. Wow. Now you say, who is this Lauder guy? William Lauder is a cosmetics billionaire. But he's also a campaign donor to both the Republican and the Democratic parties. And members of Congress, that's according to CampaignMoney.com. Think about that for a minute, folks. What do you think of that? This guy donates to the Republican and Democrat congressman. He's a billionaire. And he bought Rush Limbaugh's house. Four million dollars in 1998. Rush bought it for then 155 million dollars. 25 years later, I don't even know how to respond to that story. That's big money. 
But that just goes to show you what happens when big boys get involved with one another. They scratch one another's backs. It's the Republicans. It's the Democrats. It's Rush. It's talk show hosts. It's, and then, of course, all that fame. Is that what brought $155 million for that house? It was only worth $4 million 25 years ago. Even if you say prices have doubled, tripled, it would only be $8, 10 $155 million. His wife is now more than rich if she wasn't rich already. But now she's got big bucks, right? Wow. All right, now parents texting their own children to do chores could go to jail. Government must not be given the power to criminalize speech that it deems distasteful and or annoying, writes Bob Unra, WND.com. A civil and religious rights organization has issued a stern warning about a new precedent for harassment. A precedent, by the way, in which a parent repeatedly texting a child over and over to do chores could end up in jail. The warning comes from our dear friends at the Rutherford Institute and results from a decision rendered by the Supreme Court not, I repeat, not, to address a Texas law regarding electronic harassment. The government must not be given the power to criminalize free speech that it deems distasteful and or Illinois. Constitutional Attorney John W. Whitehead said. He's president of the Rutherford Institute. He says nowhere in the First Amendment does it permit the government to limit speech, ladies and gentlemen. In order to avoid causing offense or hurting someone's feelings or the like. We need to discourage bullying, get rid of hateful, distasteful ideas. But the Texas law, they say, on this is so vague and so far overreaching as to make it legal. For if a parent texts a teen or a teen, harasses them about doing the chores, the parent could go to jail. You see, under the law, you can be punished by up to 180 days in jail and a $2,000 fine for a first offense. Now, the Supreme Court refused to hear arguments in the case. Barton and Sanders versus Texas, meaning that it gave a pass to Texas's plans to criminalize protected speech. Rutherford said that his lawyers have repeatedly warned that laws criminalize, that criminalize speech, whether that speech is annoying or embarrassing or offensive, could have a severe chilling effect, folks. On speech, especially the kind that criticizes government officials and more. Anyway, if you want to harass, annoy, alarm, abuse, torment, embarrass, etc., anyone, then this could be used against you. Rutherford's lawyers said that they've early early, earlier challenged the law. I guess a man was criticizing a sheriff's office because the sheriff wouldn't help him. And that's where this case gathers support. The Rutherford Institute supporting this gentleman. Now, in Martin and Sanders, these examples case, 
They were each charged Martin or Charles Barton and David Sanders were charged in separate cases with violating the new Texas statute, folks. Yeah, this one guy was, um, I guess he was sending threatening texts or whatever you want to call it to his wife. Well, they're not really threatening, but they're of a what? Harassing nature, etc. I guess he was sending it to his ex-wife. Both defendants, by the way, are now suing over this case. Defendants are challenging the statute as unconstitutional. Folks, what are we getting into in America today when this stuff happens? The trial courts denied the challenge, but the Intermediate Court of Appeals for Barton found the statute to be unconstitutionally vague and overbroad. The Institute noted, however, that the Court of Public Appeals came to the opposite conclusion and confirmed the trial. Rutherford's Rutherford's lawyers encouraged the Supreme Court to review the case. What do you think of that? I guess you don't want to tell your kids to do chores anymore, huh? You can get busted, I guess, right? Is that what happens? Yeah, see, that's the problem that we're facing, folks, with all this stuff. It's over the top. I don't know what you do about it, folks. we got to keep fighting in the courts and everywhere else, right? But I think Rutherford and crew are right on. This can go south in a hurry. This can be the kind of thing where you, you know what? Can you raise your kids now and expect them to toe the line and very scary right i don't know how to respond to this really what do you do when this is happening what do you do when parents are just trying to challenge the statute as being unconstitutional and rutherford's hoping that the supreme court will review the case But if they don't take it, then what, folks? It's hard to know how to respond to this whole thing. I mean, I just don't even know what to do about it. Anyway, thankfully, the 45-day session of the U.S. uh, legislature is over for 2023. Because, man, it was a doozy. Next hour, we're going to talk to uh, our buddy, Lowell Nelson, about that in detail. There's so much in the news, folks, it's not even funny. How do you know what to report, you know? How do you how do you know what to even focus on? There's so much news now. And it just seems to be like there's more and more and more and more. Do you highlight the abuses Americans are taking at the hands of their rogue government? Do you focus on only the good news? What do you do? How do you go about this? How do you respond? That is the problem that we're facing right now. Look, these criminals, drama in the Proud Boys trial, FBI agent caught lying on the stand and concealing evidence from defense attorneys, 
FBI caught doctoring? How do you deal with this stuff, folks? Right? How do you respond to this? The FBI's gone rogue, gone criminal, huh? FBI agent caught lying on the stand and concealing evidence from defense attorneys. Wow. Yeah, the pause on the trial for the Proud Boys over it. What do you think? Right now they have more questions than answers about this. Wow, I don't know how to respond to this. Right now we've got more questions than answers. Folks, how long has this been? Well, man, when did this whole event, January 6th, take place? Oh, 2021. Literally over two years ago now. And we're still having the government finally admit they're destroying multiple pieces of evidence? Wow. What do we do? The DOJ literally playing videos for the court to secure the heavy sentence against Chansley while the government withheld videotapes contradicting that account? They knew full well. Right? Wow. I don't know what to do about that. The NSA spying on Tucker. Twitter spying on all of us. Shutting down accounts. Now parents could go to jail in Texas if they harass their kids too much. Folks, we've got our work cut out for us. I'll tell you that right now. Hour one of the can, hour two coming up. My buddy Lowell Nelson, campaignforliberty.org, will be with us on hour two. We've got a bunch of riveting talk. We'll do it in seconds. Hour one of the can, hour two coming up. Please donate liberally. We need your financial support, folks to help us grow libertyroundtable.com donate today for sam bushman we declare we the people along with the grace of the almighty we can and will restore america will you get involved choose the right and make it a great day we declare this nation shall endure god save the republic of the united states of america america